0: Welcome to the Knowing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bachman, a licensed professional counselor. On the show, we explore who the real Jesus is with his love, with his power, and with his endless pursuit of humanity with the hope of changing our lives. Good morning, or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, you've probably noticed we've been on a short hiatus. I forget how much I've mentioned that my wife uh, was pregnant, and now uh, we have our first-born son with us. So that is the reason for the couple-week delay there. Um, very excited and very sleep-deprived over here. Um, wondering if maybe I I will be able to do this every week or every other week just for a season as we adjust to this new, delightful, and very challenging life. Um, Prayers would be appreciated. Um, Our son finally just slept um, most of a couple nights, in a row which is why i'm able to now get back on the microphone here Um, but yes so much joy so much goodness and a lot of challenge in learning to rely on god in all kinds of new ways over here Uh, with that intro aside today's reading is in john chapter 13 verses 1 through 17. it was just before the passover festival his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the feet of his disciples, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you were clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. As we switch to the processing part for today's episode, I think it's really funny, um, the timing on this. I mean, I really uh, both love and find this passage very challenging and so interesting that um, with, not in my plans, but we landed on this verse, um, the first episode after having our firstborn son just a couple weeks ago. And so this concept of washing one another's feet and being a servant and laying myself down is probably more more applicable and relevant than ever. And I have to admit as someone, you know if you know me, I'm someone who dreams big, that's my email address. It's often my username of source. And I'm always thinking about some plan or idea or dream I think about myself and what I want almost all the time. And so I find verses like this exceptionally challenging because at least from a Western world perspective where the self and individual is uplifted to unhealthy degrees and levels. My way of thinking is is praise. It's seen as a a virtue. It's seen as power. It's seen as being an adult or being mature often. Um, And that's not the way of the kingdom. The kingdom of God says that, first of all, Jesus is first and foremost, and that, as we'll see in Philippians later, I believe it's Philippians, that we're supposed to consider one another more significant than ourselves, more worthy of honor, more worthy of serving, more worthy um, of just love and care. And that doesn't mean to the neglect of ourselves. That doesn't mean that we say, I'm garbage and you're great. But it means that we are focused on loving others, serving others, instead of obsessing over ourselves. And so back to what I just said a minute ago, having a child is an incredible, tangible, real reminder uh, and case study, if you will, on that to show that this life isn't about myself. And That's humbling. It's difficult. It's It's painful. And yet also beautiful. God's kingdom, although upside down and difficult to digest at times, isn't about just misery and suffering. It's often suffering and loss at the gain of something we didn't realize was so valuable. Right. So whether the parable or analogy in this case is gaining a son and the incredible joys that come with that at the loss of many things, one of which is sleep, <laughs> relative sanity, and so forth, and freedom. But then the incredible delight and magic and, and beauty and glory of seeing another image bearer, in, uh, a, a image bearer of God being made and created and responding and, and just how loved he is by just existing which is an incredible reminder for me about how loved I am we all are, not because of what we do or accomplish, but because we are. Because we exist. Because God ordained us to exist. We are valuable and worthy. And so this all ties together because so when we're serving others, we're not serving out of a place of emptiness or being pathetic or less than. Though we are servants, we are serving out of a place of immense, incredible value. Jesus could not be any more valuable, and yet he is serving his disciples. Let's, you know, if you're watching The Chosen, they do an incredible job of showing the historical context um, for the day and life of Jesus. And so this is where we need to zoom in and, and say that washing feet isn't, you know, Fun, or enjoyable on its own, but in the ancient context, feet were often covered in feces and all kinds of disgusting things. Like servants. Like the lowest person on the totem pole was the one cleaning feet. And here Jesus is, meeting his disciples, and taking on the role of a servant. Classic Peter, very much I identify with Peter, he rushes to say, no, Jesus, don't, don't wash my feet, like, you shouldn't be doing this. But Peter, like myself, like all of us, tend to miss what Jesus is doing and, and was doing at the time. He's laying down the framework for the Christian. The Christian, the redeemed, the saved, the adopted, that couldn't be any more valuable human being
1: is invited
0: to use that value and glory and importance and to give it up. To use our power, to use our dignity, to use our value and to say, I know who I am and I'm going to choose to serve others. I'm going to choose to lay down myself for others and lift them up. I mean, that is an incredible aspect of the gospel. This isn't about competition. This isn't about vying for being important. His disciples get rebuked. Jesus rebukes his disciples for fighting over who's important and who's significant. That is not the heart and spirit of Jesus or his Holy Spirit. Then we see Jesus, uh, you know, unpack some of the levels and layers of the situation. He talks about, you know, Peter, hey, if you've already bathed, um, probably maybe literally, but then also the idea that like his disciples are already clean. His children are already clean. We have our sins forgiven. We need to repent daily because we're constantly sinning. And I think that's his point is that though our heart in its full sense is clean, when we're adopted children of God, we still walk in a dirty world. And I do not, by dirty world, I do not mean ugh. Us versus them, and the world is dirty and bad, and we Christians are better. No, 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 no. If the world just had Christians, we would muck it up and make it dirty enough, right? So we shouldn't be throwing stones at those who don't know Jesus. Just living in the not fully realized kingdom of heaven where sin still lives among us. Every day we walk around and get our feet dirty. Every minute we get our feet dirty. Because we get jealous, because we gossip, because we think we're better than other people, because we think we know better than God, because we aren't grateful. Any number of situations that we need our feet cleaned on a regular basis. And then finally, since today probably will be a shorter episode, because I want to be available and serve my wife and shout out to uh, mother-in-law, and my mom and family members who are helping us. God bless you all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, don't want to be away too long, but uh, one last thought before we wrap up for today, and that is: I can't fathom how Jesus allows and chooses to wash the feet of Judas, a man He knows Scripture tells us is going to betray Him. I can't. Fathom that. And this is something we all need to meditate on, and it is an incredible indictment for, I would say, whether it's cultural Christianity, although that's always, sorry, garbage, um, or just the, the mainstream thoughts of our day, that it's okay to hate people, it's okay to hate our enemy, it's okay to be angry at our enemy. Jesus indicts us all by saying we should wash the feet Of our enemy and pray for our enemy and love for our our enemies that is what disciples and children of Jesus look like Jesus knew he was going to be betrayed by a close member of himself and still washes his feet I mean that's something we should all meditate on and think about I mean, this echoes throughout the rest of the New Testament where Paul and others who are persecuted, who are hated, who are put in prison, they preach the gospel to guards. They preach the gospel to people that are torturing them. They preach the gospel to crowds that are stoning them. If we think of Stephen, we have so much to learn. Because Christianity and our call as brothers and sisters is never to hate our enemy, never to mock them, never to curse them. And brothers, and sisters, I fail too. I'm not sitting here saying I do this perfectly. Uh, my heart does hurt because I feel like I so often hear Christians uh, justify their anger and hatred for someone, uh, some political structure, family member, whatever. There's just it's so easy to justify, and that is not the case. And Jesus is inviting us to repent. He's inviting us to turn from that path of destruction, that path of anti him and say, change us, make us more like you. And that is only friends through the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't muster up that kind of selfless love. We can't muster up that kind of God love. It's a call to get on our knees and say, Jesus, help me be more like you give you authority and honor and and privilege and access to all of my heart, as if you didn't have it, but I open that up to you to make me more like yourself and help me reflect you in that way. Actually, one more point here. I just saw that last verse that stuck out to me. It says, now if you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. It's funny how easy it is to emphasize blessing for all kinds of reasons. But here, blessing is emphasized by being a servant. And one might think of some kind of material blessing or um, you know, proof blessing. I, I got something, something happened, whatever. I want to challenge us to see the blessing is greater than all of those ideas. Blessing is starting to walk into um, human flourishing. What do I mean by that? Blessing is walking into seeing our heart conform and affirm the personhood and ways of Jesus. Heaven is in heaven because we have a lot of stuff. Heaven is heaven because we're in the presence of. Of the Almighty Creator and we are in perfect relationship with him sure yes it's wonderful that there's no sin it's wonderful um, there's there's glory and beauty of you know golden streets and and all kinds of wonderful things but blessing is about unity with God and good relationship with him and I don't know if you've ever experienced some supernatural way where you, you loved someone that you didn't think you could you God gave you some kind of amazing um, kindness in a moment where it didn't seem possible. I believe that's the kind of blessing the scripture is talking about that if we walk in the way of a servant, we will be blessed not by some kind of financial material way, but blessed spiritually by seeing, wow, the ways of God are better and more full than any man-made structure than any man-made, quote unquote, blessing. With that said, we'll wrap up our episode today. So hopefully I will be able to get back on a regular or semi-regular schedule. Apologies for, well not really apologies, but I, I miss doing this. Um, sorry for the short hiatus, um, but obviously <laughs> it's for good reason. And I can't wait to get back at this soon again, thanks.